Glory be to Jesus. Blessed be the name of the Lord, both now and forever. One of the things that I've learned in my little journey with God, you know, because in as much as we're all called to be Christians as a corporate body, we all have our individual work with God. Don't joke with that. The quality of your individual work with God will determine so much of the position and space that you will occupy in the entire corporate body of Christ. Is that clear? Is that clear? If your individual work with God is baseless, you can't hide in the crowd. Don't say our church. Very important. So in my little work with God as a person, I have tried to always work with the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit is poised beyond measure to do something with us as individuals and as a group, as a corporate body. And what I've discovered is that the Holy Spirit has drummed it into my heart continually. He said, make sure you are relevant to God. It took me years to understand that. Sometimes I pray for things. I pray for God's blessings. I pray for God's move in my life. I pray for God's intervention. And the Holy Spirit will always tell me, walk to be relevant to God. That means, come into that realm where you can be counted among those who are holding an aspect of God's you know, kingdom work. And as time went on, that, that uh, intention kept growing and growing and growing and growing. And as giving birth to certain things I do as a priest that I was not assigned to do, but is captured within the ambience of my calling. It's one thing for you to be sent. It's another thing for you to grow and see the need and meet the need. Have you watched all the saints we celebrate were men and women who grew into being relevant to God? Hello? All of them. They were no more Christians like us. But they saw the heartbeat of the Holy Spirit and then yielded themselves to be used and become relevant in the work of the kingdom. So the Holy Spirit began to put that in my heart seriously that anyone who wants to enjoy so much of the kingdom blessings is not by asking. Is but submitting yourself and allowing the Holy Spirit to build you up to be relevant to the kingdom. We celebrate a man today called St. Bernard. He was a normal Christian, 
baptized, receiving communion, goes to church, had devotions in his life. But at a point, he felt that this is just the elementary. It's time to get useful unto the kingdom. That's how he yielded himself, became a priest, became an abbot. There were others who were leaders in the past. There were other abbots that existed. Some just received the name abbot, became leaders, but they were never relevant to the kingdom. But himself became a stream of divine wisdom. Out of him flowed out the living water. He impacted the people that were under him. And the quality of the grace coming out of him through his teaching, through his life, so enriched the church. And the church, according to his name, doctor. You see the point? You see, when you take a position in the kingdom and become relevant, even the church knows. Is it all saying that I call uh, doctors? No. So don't sit down there and say, I'm a Christian. Oh, I'm a priest. I'm a religious. I just do my prayers. And I know as I, as I serve God, I just do my best. Uh-uh. God is not looking for your best in your context. <clears throat> There's a standard given. You must come into that realm. So, what Bernard is asking us today is, where are you relevant to God? Has that bothered you? In all the years God has given to you, you have lived for 10 years, 15, 20, 30 years, 40 years, 50 years, 60 years, 70 years. Where are you relevant to God? He gave you life. He gave you this body. He gave you money. He gave you food. Oh, protect me. He gave you protection. All that one day, out of love, somebody will wake up and say, no, life is beyond this that I'm seeing. I think there's a, there's a greater reason why I'm here. And that reason is to play my part in the kingdom advancement. Have you been able to ask the Holy Spirit in your own personal work with the Holy Spirit? Has it bothered you that you made it a prayer chain and say, Holy Spirit, I will not give sleep to my eyes. I will give no rest to my body <clears throat> until you show me that space and that office that God has raised me at this time to occupy and make the kingdom move forward. It mustn't be something big because that is where the devil deceives many of us and think that it must be go and be doing some outstanding thing. No. You can even be in your house and a responsibility is given to you. Are you aware? There are hidden intercessors. People who burn their nights in prayer. 247. Not for food. Not for divine protection. They are praying, oh God, may men repent. To the point that even their health is failing them because they cannot take enough rest. Are you aware? There are people whom God has put on their shoulder to be praying for families. There are some people God has erected to go and become counselors. They know it is their calling. They know. 
that that is what God is asking to do. So they galvanize everything to build themselves up to be efficient in that area. How are you blessing the body of Christ? Which part of the block are you in the building of the body of Christ? Are you the German floor? Are you the blocks that were laid down, down, down inside the soil? Are you the lintel of the door? Are you the burglary proof? Are you the fan? Are you the switch? You see, all this, they are all small, small things, but they matter. Are you the paint? Which part are you? If this doesn't bug you, ah, it's a serious issue. It means there's some secrets that need to be cured for you to see clearly. You must find your space. Which part am I? Am I the wire transmitting the current? Am I the beam carrying this weight? Am I the iron inside the beam that is carrying this whole weight? Nobody's seeing it. We only see the bit of the, the paint, but there are some rod inside this thing carrying the whole weight of the building. Which part are you? Which part are you? It's upon this, I will build my church. He must be part of the building. Himself is the cornerstone. That's how to be a saint. That's how to walk and be captured in the value system of God. Let me tell you, this is the ultimate purpose of God for everyone whom he has called. The devil will do everything to distract us from this. He will use politics. He will use the violence around us that are seen now. All this trouble in the world is to keep man away from ever thinking of how to be relevant to God. Look at Jesus. At the age of 12, the zeal was already burning. He went to interact with the elders. Can you see that? He said, I must do the will of my father. That was the word on his lips all the time. I must do the will. The will. And the Lord Jesus said, it's those, those who say, Lord, Lord. But those who do the will. And today again, while he was teaching this in the synagogue, he said, the, the Jews, what did he say again about them? He said, these are the ones, they preach, but they do not what? Practice. He said, don't be like them. They occupy the seat of Moses. So practice and observe what they tell you, but not what they do. They preach, but they don't practice. Are you practicing your Christian life? What role are you playing in this game? You have to find your space. Don't be confused. God has saved you. Grace is upon your life. The hand of God is upon you. But you must grow to relevance. You must grow to relevance. And when you have no job in the kingdom, you have time for many other stupid things. I tell you. You have time for somebody to touch you in the back here. You say, who is that? They gossip here. Yeah, they are gossiping my name. Uh, somebody does, you're angry. It's because you don't, don't you keep you busy. Go and tell a, a woman in labor. Eh? There's somebody outside is gossiping your name. Oh. Amen. Women, please help me here. You are in the theater, you're pushing. Mm, you're pushing. Then they say, Mama, eh? somebody just pulling your name outside. <laughs> that woman is busy with something. And co- what is gossip? When there's life and death here. 
or you come and bring uh, dollars. Keep the dollars yet. No distraction because there's work at hand. And Paul said, we labor in the kingdom. We labor. When you are laboring in the kingdom, all these things will not move you. They insult you. You are angry. They disrespect you. You feel that your hands are cut off. You want to tell people uh, this. You want to show them. You are not busy yet. If you are very busy, this is no movie at all. It won't touch you. You keep moving because there's something driving you, looking onto Jesus, the author and the finisher of faith. Yes, it consumes you. The Bible says, the zeal for your house consumes me. So thank God for St. Bernard for his impact. He has died many years ago, but can you see his name is transversing from generation to generation. Even in his death, he's still preaching. He's advancing the kingdom. That's relevant. They have all died. They have gone. They are even more relevant than we who are alive. Can you imagine that? In their death, their impact in the world is more than those of us who are still alive and have energy to move around. I think it's a challenge for all of us to rethink again. After all the prayers and after all the devotions, child of God, how are you relevant to the kingdom? You must sacrifice. You must find out. You must hold something. So on that day, when you are transversing to eternity, in your soul, you have something in your hand to speak about. We pray that God will open our eyes to help. With zeal, passionately, diligently to the end. May God bless us in our hearts through Christ our Lord.